Around the world, all eyes continue to focus on China. The stock market declines and has a rally today. The fallout for the loony and what it means for the economy and interest rates. With more on these stories, we're joined by Michael Campbell, host of Canada's number one rated financial show, Money Talks. All right, uh, let's start with uh, Mike. The markets seem to have finally settled down, but... Uh, does that mean the worst is over? Well, I think the first thing is you've got to make a distinction between stocks and the economy. Now, on stocks, I, you know, I don't like the action, actually, that we've seen. I didn't like it on Monday uh, when we sort of had the bounce in the mid-morning, and then it closes down on the end of the day, and I haven't really liked it since then. So, yeah, I'm still very wary of what's going on in the stock market. I, I suspect there's more selling to come. Uh, you know, but then you've got to get to the economy side. And no, the worst is absolutely not over if you've got an economy that is dependent on commodities, especially oil. I mean, absolutely not. I mean, you look at what's going on in some of the emerging markets, like in Venezuela, like the Chinese government working very hard to sort of stabilize their stock market, but that doesn't get them out of the economic woes that they've got. So, yeah, I think on the economic side, there's far more to come here. Mike, there's been lots of talk uh, with regards to the U.S. uh, raising interest rates in September. Do you think the uh, market decline has put that on the back burner? You're right. I mean, September was the big thing. I mean, Fed policy is what everybody's been looking at. They're saying, you know, what's the Fed going to do next? That's the focus of the market. So, yeah, that interest rate question has been front and center. Now, I mean, the problem is you get this major fallout from China and Asia. I think that puts a lot of uncertainty uh, out there. And, and now I think the percentage of people who think, no, they're going to put it off, they may look later in the year once they figure out what the China situation is in the rest of the world. Yeah, I, I think that probably the probability is that it really gets delayed at that point. But, you know, the other aspect, just to bring it forward, of, you know, they want rates up. And one of the reasons is pensions are getting killed here. I mean, you've got to remember that part of pensions, it's mandatory that they have some in fixed income. And some uh, pension plans actually are mandatory to have a heck of a lot in fixed income. Because in the old days, at least that was thought to be very safe. Well, try telling that to people in some parts of the world right now. But the bottom line is those low interest rates mean the market really has to perform to sort of make up for it within the pension fund. So I think they're well aware of that. Just one of the aspects of the kind of combination of record low interest rates, but also the falling market is pensions can't afford this falling market. What a lot of people want to know about, Mike, though, is is jobs. In 2008, lots of companies, the the layoffs and everything that were associated with the credit crisis. Uh, How is this sovereign crisis uh, going to impact jobs and employment? Well, our biggest, our biggest worry is the resource sector. We've already started to lose jobs, and where you lose them is, uh, you know, companies say, you know what, I don't think we need to develop that at this point. And that's where the, a lot of job creation takes place, a lot of capital investment. So we've already seen that, uh, that hit there. We haven't seen really the pickup, uh, other than, you know, June's numbers weren't bad, but we haven't really seen the pickup in the export sector due to the low loony. But the low loony holds the key here, and we're, you know, making new lows a couple of days ago. We're still right around them, you know, underneath that 75 mark. So that's going to be the real key for Canada's export sector is have we discounted really everything we make and produce here enough to get buyers? Luckily, we're selling into the U.S., and at least amongst the sort of Western big economies, the U.S. is in the best shape there. But, you know, as for the other side, again, all you have to do is look in Europe. Uh, You know, there's been lots of job losses there, but again, that's a result of really bad government policies. You know, and, and, you know, Europe is no stranger other than Germany to these low levels of economic growth, low levels of job creation, high unemployment. So I don't think that's changing anytime soon because they refuse to take this sort of structural 
uh, changes that are there. But, uh, you know, that's, I think, the scenario as we go forward. Uh, Before we go, Mike, let's get back to the markets, uh, both short-term and long-term. Well, short-term, as I say, I'm I'm worried. I think we're going to get more selling. And, and again, I'm always saying this to people, but it's obviously good advice and not unusual advice, but it's you've got to make sure you're not taking more risk. I think you're late, actually, to be worried about that. I've been saying that for months, really, since May. I said we're at a time where I really think you've got to pare down, get some cash, be defensive. I haven't changed that a bit. Uh, you know, I think you look at any kind of rally here, and I'm not surprised to get a little rally here after the kind of down days we've had, but, hey, I think you still lighten up there. I, I, I'm just not seeing enough to make me confident. Uh, I was more confident to look for bargains on Monday, uh, but since then, again, the extra selling has sort of put me off. Longer term, I'm still bullish on the U.S. market and Canada after that. And the reason is, the U.S. is going to be the big beneficiary. This is the key going forward to understand how the markets are going to work. The U.S. is going to be the big beneficiary of any kind of scared money, money coming out of Europe, money coming out of Asia is going to end up in the States. We've already seen some of that, which is why their long-term interest rates are down significantly. Uh, I also think you're going to get this and the other key one that I'm looking for. Right now, money's coming into that, uh, you know, say from the short-term treasuries into the 10-year bond. When that reverses, and it will, we'll get to that record low, and money will start coming out of the bond market, it will go to the stock market. And I'm talking over the next several years, that's going to fuel a major increase. And Mike, let's wrap up with some positive news, a nice rally uh, to finish the day. Well, yeah, I mean, look at the short-term movement there. I mean, it was explosive today is the right word, I think, when you look at what happened in the U.S. market. I don't think it's a big surprise, though. Come on, you get this many down days. I think uh, people were waiting for the bargain hunters to rule the roost there. I mean, it almost happened yesterday when we had about 400 points up, but then it finished uh, really saggy, down a couple hundred in the U.S. But, yeah, so I'm not surprised. But you know what? I'm looking at about a 1,000-point trading range on the short term here. You know, if we break what we did on Monday, at the low, you know, the opening low at about 15,400 on the Dow, uh, you know, the high was about 16,500. Actually, that was the opening. That's kind of my trading range right now. So, yeah, we got a lot better news today, but I don't think we changed anything at this point. I mean, I'm still worried about a lot of volatility coming through. I still think there's going to be some sellers coming out of the woodwork, you know, maybe another update tomorrow, but that's the kind of market we're now in. Short term, it's difficult. Uh, I think it's an opportunity for individuals to say, hey, I want to light up even further on this kind of bounce here, depending on the quality of stock. And, you know, you talk to your financial advisor. But, yeah, I think obviously way better news today. But still, I don't think we're out of the woods, especially, I mean, we didn't solve anything in terms of credit problems for China or emerging markets, for example. You know, we still have the commodity problems out there. So, yeah, that's the short term. Long term, by the way, I still like the U.S. I think all the problems in the world force money into the U.S. That's been the choice. We're doing it right now. You'll look at how fast those sort of one to ten year treasury bonds went up because money poured into them, lowered the interest rate on those. Uh, so I still think there's more to come. And by the way, just a quick note, I think the big move in the stock market still comes when people finally tire of what's going on in the bonds. They think, hey, that's the low, I'm going to move my money elsewhere. But as I say, that's why I've got more confidence on the longer term, short term, hey, it's volatile. Uh, back to uncertain economic times, right, Mike? You got it. (laughs) That was Mike Campbell with the Money Talks midweek report on the Afternoon Drive.